On the phone with me from Dallas, Texas, it's Judy Hoberman, and she is helping us out with making time. So you don't have enough time, Judy. I mean, what 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 can we do to do that? It's always interesting. You know everything about time. You know, we always say that never get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. So we have to decide how are we going to make time. And one of the things I will say is there's a big difference between taking time and making time. Taking time sounds like it's a, it's a sacrifice because it's more of an obligation. Making time feels like, ooh, I really want to do this. It's more fun. You make a, a deposit in, in your life. It feels though that you're very thoughtful about what you're doing. So let's create some time. Okay. All right. So dealing with the semantics there, making time is a little bit more fun. So how do we, how do we structure our time? So the first thing I always say for me personally and for you know, all of my clients, I always say you have to identify what your golden hours are. Those are the times where you're focused and everything is right. Everything, the sun, the moon, the stars, everything is aligned. Because you have to decide, are you a morning person, an evening person? When are you the most creative? Because that's when you do your best work. And if you're not sure, you can always you know, take notes for a couple of days and see when you do your best work. The truth is that while everybody's different, when you identify those hours of your highest productivity, you're going to be able to structure your day so you can have those great windows of time, and that gives you a little bit more time that you're structuring. Okay, all right. Make good use of the time when you've got you know the wherewithal to get a lot done. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah. All right. What about time for ourselves? That's your second point. Carve out time for yourself. Well, we all know that we put ourselves last. But if, if you remember, you have to sleep, you have to eat, you have to take care of yourself, and you have to interact with others. So if you're working from home, a lot of times we can forget to get up from our desk and go and eat. You can't sacrifice your well-being. So think of self-care as an important part of your daily routine. If you schedule a break ahead of time, you can be more in control of your time, and it also reinforces the importance of sticking to the plan, and there you're carving time out and, again, structuring time in your day. Do we sometimes get carried away thinking, you know, that we can do more or cram uh, more into a day than we should? Or you know, what? what's the yeah. idea of, you know, how do we get realistic about this? So we also have to remember that no matter how much of a plan we have, no matter how strict we are, no matter how much structure, life happens. So you have to try to be as prepared as possible. You have to be realistic and give yourself a break and give yourself some grace because things happen. So when you say, well, I can work 24-7 and I'm good, I can do a pull an all-nighter, you suffer the next day, you suffer the next week. So be realistic. Give yourself the, the time that you need for yourself because otherwise it's going to get totally out of control. That is such a good point. I mean, you can overdo on a day and then pay for it for the next two or three days. Yeah, and as we get older, it's even worse. <laughs> that kind of goes along with your next point, be kind to yourself. I, I've been telling my wife that here lately because she's been pushing through pain to get things done. I'm thinking, honey, listen, I can help. I can do some stuff. But how do we be yeah. kind to ourselves in this management of time? Well, we're all doing the best that we can do. And I always say you have to strive for progress, not perfection. If you're perfectly imperfect and, keep, and you keep moving forward, that's where you want to be. 
So don't assume that everything has to be perfect. I am a recovering perfectionist, so I get this. I really understand it. But I know how hard it is for, like, your wife. She wants to do it. She can do it faster. She can do it easier. She doesn't have to, you know, redo things. That's how we all are. So be kind to yourself. Just do the best that you can. Especially, you know, in the world we live in now, we have to be kind to ourselves. All right. So allow yourself the permission. Give yourself permission not to, you know, this doesn't have to be absolutely this. Okay. Correct. uh, Your fifth point on being present, that's the one I need to work on because my mind is going seven different directions every second. Well, I always say, have you ever sat with somebody and as you're talking to them, they keep looking at their watch and it's not the time they're looking at the, their emails or whatever. Being present means staying here, right here, right now in the moment. We all know that there really isn't anything such as work-life balance. I call it harmony. You find harmony where you're present, wherever you are. When you're at home, be present. When you're at work, be present. It's harmony. That's a great balance. And being present is a gift. And that's one size fits all. Just be where you are. In my house, there's no such thing as having any electronics at the dinner table. None. Not allowed. Because even if it's only 15 minutes that you're together, it's 15 solid minutes. So just be present. Take some practice, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Just, just think about it. It's not about having time. It's about making time. And if it matters, you'll make time. Leadership expert. That's and a tongue influ- twister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leadership expert and influencer Judy Hoberman. You want to find out more about this? She's got some great ideas and some real helpful tips. Sellinginaskirt.com is her website address. Judy, it's great to talk to you today. Same to you, and we'll see you next month.